1: com slash Just
0: Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is
1: Sierra Mulder, And I'm Sam Blackwell. Uh, this week, we're going to tackle topics like starting over when you feel like you've fucked up. Mm -hmm. age gaps, and what to do when what they said doesn't match how they behave.
0: Oh, those bastards. That's (laughs) a great summary. I like them instantly angry.
1: (laughs) Uh, Just to start off the episode, we want to give you a Surgeon General's warning, which is that we don't know what we're talking about.
0: Absolutely not. We are doing this live. We're speaking off the cuff. We are giving our general opinions without any rehearsal. So like we could be saying something really stupid by accident because- um we all know that when things go live um
1: things go wild right that's what and we live, are we are not wild. licensed therapists but we have spent a lot of time in therapy so <laughs> That counts for something, right?
0: Yeah, Talkspace, you should definitely sponsor us because, um, uh, yeah, we can point a lot of people to you, and I'd love a discount.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Please.
0: This is all to say, um, please take our advice as you see fit in your life. We are just here to offer our humble opinion, to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on some, on the incredibly rewarding and mostly confusing experience that is love. So, yeah. Hi, Sam. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. How are it's you? It's been a while. It's been a while. So, I want to start off this episode by just, like, maybe we can share some personal stories about ourselves. And I was thinking about... No, absolutely not. I've been curating... <laughs> well, we've both been curating... <laughs> that's funny. We've been curating <laughs> our Instagram, which I love. And if you haven't checked out our Instagram, it's justbreakuppod at Instagram.com. pod
1: at Instagram <laughs> 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 that's, that's not it. <laughs>
0: It's at Just Breakup Pod Perfect. on the Instagram website or app. Perfect. But uh, we've been curating it, and my favorite memes um, to post are, like, these super petty breakup memes. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I was wondering, uh, can you share some, like, petty breakup stories?
1: Okay, here's the thing, is that I wish that I was petty after breakups, but, like, I never am. I'm always just, like— Either like cut them off completely, block, 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 mm. or I'm just like very nice to them afterwards.
0: Sam's, 90% of the time, Sam's relationship
1: advice is block, 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 block. You just don't need those people in your life. You don't,
0: you don't. And you say it so many times, the word loses meaning, <laughs> just like your ex. That's block, tight. block, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've taken the block, 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 She's block, She's the only one that's ever taken advice, it. <laughs> And it was pretty successful. Good. I would say ninety percent Sierra approved.
1: Good, ninety yeah. percent. I mean, that's all I can. Ask yeah, for. yeah.
0: I can't wait to make black, 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 black T-shirts.
1: Oh, I can't wait either.
0: Yeah, it's look, be look great. for them on our website coming up soon. But anyway, so you're often uh, you block them, you cut them out, you ghost, but because you were hurt. Yep. Or you do what?
1: Or I'm just like really nice to them afterwards. <laughs> There's like no in between. It's either There's like you're in my life. There's literally nothing exciting <laughs> about that. I can't even no, I be like, wow, <laughs> okay, you
0: polite <laughs> son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> no, I wish that I was petty when I broke up because it seems like it would be fun. And then I could like produce some memes but about it. But then you remember
0: you're like an adult
1: and yeah. pettiness
0: is meant to be shown through memes and not actual actions. That's right. Yeah, That's I know.
1: right. <sighs> but I will say I was dating a guy for two years and he was the worst. <laughs> Oh I'm secretly God. afraid he's listening to this right now, to be honest.
0: If he is, I have some stories to tell about him in five <laughs> seconds when you're done. I hated this man, y'all. I, I hated this he man. Was,
1: he was not good. But he,
0: this is the closest I've ever gotten into, into a cat fight with this man.
1: That's right. We were Do you all... remember?
0: We were outside of a gay bar at like one in the morning <laughs> and I was lit.
1: You were, you were feisty, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: he started it and he was 10 times feistier than I was. I
1: know. But he pretend he always pretended like he wasn't being feisty and that was like
0: feisty is even too good of a word. Like yeah. he was just being petty and catty. Yeah. Like I almost slapped this man across the face.
1: Well, okay, yes. Well, good news is that we broke up. Okay, anyway, I'm and sorry. We broke up because of <laughs> the voter ID amendment that yeah. happened in Minnesota. <laughs> And we were at a bar, and we were talking about the voter ID amendment. And he kept saying that he was like for it, and he wanted people to have voter ID. And it was like so infuriating to me. Uh, and I was getting so worked up about it that I was like, "I think that we should break up." And then we did.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. I'm so glad that that is you know
1: right. I mean, your it was the patriotism. I couldn't <laughs> my, my commitment Say that word. to like. <laughs> Equal rights for voting. I would like to say that that was it. I mean, it was clearly like a bajillion other reasons that right. were that were happening that broke us up. But like that was the straw that broke the camel's back was the the fact that he was supportive of a voter ID amendment.
0: I love that, and I also realized what my petty moment was. Yes, it has nothing to do with any of my relationships. Okay, oh, it has to do with this man. <laughs> Years after you and him broke up, I was in a coffee shop working and. He came in, and I pretended not to see him, (laughs) and he said my name, and I pretended not to hear him. That's some (laughs) petty shit right there. Like, I straight up ignored him because I just didn't want to play nice, and um, because I know he was, like, such a toxic, abusive person to you, and I didn't want to be like, oh, hey, Yeah, no,
1: and, like, talking to him, like, it just would have been a bad conversation all around. I don't blame you.
0: I saved my energy. Good. That's good. And and the, you know, the lawsuit that would eventually come from me backhanding
1: him. (laughs) Oh, I wish that you would have. That would have just been so nice for me to think about.
0: (laughs) It was an emotional backhanding. You know what I mean?
1: Got it. Got it.
0: Anyway, we will forever refer to that person in your life as, I don't know. um, Him. (laughs) (laughs) Like that AI movie, her, but like trashier and like more regret ridden. I'm into it. All right. Him.
1: Him. You know, him.
0: Comment on our Instagram if you have a him.
1: Ooh, yes, Mm. please. Let us know.
0: Okay. Are you ready to get in our letters?
1: I am. Yeah. Are you?
0: I am. Good. I am. Excited is the wrong word. I'm looking forward Mm. to reading this letter. We're going to dive into kind of a doozy. Um, and we decided to do this letter first because we care about it. Not that we don't care about, we care about all of our letters, but we didn't want to save this to last and make it seem like some romanticized finale. Yep. <laughs> we just wanted to lead headfirst with this because it's a doozy, but it's a doozy in the way that like all human experience is difficult.
1: Right. Um this so felt yeah. like a, a very honest question. Yeah. And it a lo- is. it's long and oh, there's yeah, it's a lot a long of detail. Letter. Uh mm-hmm. but we we were both very touched by this, and and really wanted to to be able to dig into it up front.
0: Yeah. So this is a long letter. So settle in, folks at home.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know.
0: What Grab you're your doing. coffee. Yeah.
1: Whatever it looks like.
0: Yeah. Maybe put the dishes down that you're washing. That's or, right. Um, where do you listen to your podcast, Sam?
1: I listen to them mostly when I'm driving, mm-hmm. but also in the shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I'm like doing things around the house. Yeah, I, know. Like, I listen watching to them all the time. And, like, I fall cooking. asleep
0: to podcasts, and. Like, I do work to them and why I'm walking my dog. Nice. Anyway, okay, back to the letter. I just recently finished my first year of college. Over the course of that year, I had several intense bouts of depression, anxiety, and unstable moods. During this time, I also met an amazing girl who later became my girlfriend. She's wonderful, kind, caring, and with truly the most amazing heart of anyone I've ever known. Towards the end of the semester, spring semester, however, my mood problems became more and more frequent. This unintentionally created a lot of stress and pressure for this girl, let's call her Katie, as she felt a responsibility to help me and to alleviate my pain in these months. I never intended for this to happen, but admittedly, I didn't do as much as I could to avoid it. As a result, Katie broke up with me at the end of the year. This but this breakup was different from others I had experienced. According to her own statements as well as observations from mutual friends, she still deeply cares about me and wants to remain a part of wants me to remain a part of her life. While she couldn't say definitely one way or another, she did agree to reevaluate our friendship when school starts back up in August and to consider us maybe trying again. We've decided not to communicate over the course of the summer, my idea, in order to give each other time to process everything that happened and to give each other space to heal before trying to sort things out again. By Katie's own admission, the problems with our relationships weren't so much caused by any faults with my character or my actions, but instead by unresolved mental health issues that I had let go unaddressed. I've begun seeing a therapist back home and have found her incredibly helpful, and our sessions fill me with hope and peace of mind. I love that. Mm -hmm. My hope, of course, is that by addressing these issues, I can begin living a more peaceful life, but also that I will no longer allow my personal issues to negatively affect the people I care about. I truly care about Katie and would love to be able to start a new relationship in the fall, though by creating something new rather than jumping back into exactly how things were in the past. Her and I have decided to grab coffee sometime once we're back at school. We've also decided to touch base with each other a week before moving back in to decide whether or not this coffee meeting is a date. My question, then, is do you have any tips or any advice for rekindling old relationships, especially when both parties still clearly care for the other a great deal? Is there anything I can do to increase my chances of things going the way I'd like or any way to show that I've been working on myself and addressing personal issues without saying, hey, look at me, I'm better at managing my depression now in a way that, doesn't, that seems ingenuine or braggy? I think Katie and I have a strong bond and get along really well. From talking to our mutual friends and to her, I don't think anyone would deny this. I think both of us can agree that the reason for our breakup ultimately came down to an unfavorable situation rather than the fault of either one of us. I'm not sure how to move forward, however, and make it clear that the situation has been addressed and won't be an issue going forward. Any help or guidance you could offer would be greatly appreciated. So anonymous, we love this letter.
1: We do. We also want to just acknowledge that this one was a hard one for both of us to read and think hard about, in
0: a, hard in a tugging on hearts right. strings yep. way. Yep. Um, like this, this we relate to this,
1: right? Because yeah, both of us have have dealt with our own mental health issues, and also both of us have dated people
0: mm-hmm. with
1: mental health issues as well. And
0: specifically had those mental health issues, like my own affect good true love. Absolutely. I'm taking that from an earlier episode. Um somebody referred to their love as good true love and and it sounds like this is one of those loves. That's like right. I love how you guys have given yourself the time away. I love that you're seeking therapy anonymous. Like mm-hmm. and I love that you set this time to meet and you've delegated whether you're gonna decide a time for you to decide whether it's a date or whether it's just a coffee meetup.
1: That's right. I mean I just I really appreciate how much you have given yourself boundaries and that Katie also, I'm really impressed with Katie and her ability to also sort of set those boundaries up and, and be comfortable with that ambiguity. And it, it just, it sounds, I'm just, Pleased with both of you. I'm yeah. just like in awe of your ability to sort of talk this through. Yeah,
0: and we want to like commend that before we dive into our own I- opinions. So there's a lot going on in the letter, um, but your specific questions are about starting over. How do you give something um, a fresh start? How do you prove that you've changed without sounding like a overconfident asshole who's right. trying to like schmooze somebody into dating them? Right. But I think we want to end on that. We want to give you that hope and we want—and—and— and, Obviously, like, I want things to work out for you and Katie, mm-hmm. but first I want to just talk about, like, what it's like to feel like you've wronged someone yep. and you have to make it up to them and you have to make it up to them in a relationship setting. That's a, a lot of pressure and something that I have had, unfortunately, like a lot of experience <laughs> with. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just, I just want to talk about what it's like to experience extreme internal yep. growth within the confines of a relationship, I guess.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we all want to, we, none of us like to hurt the people that we love, Yeah, right? And that, and having done that can feel just devastating, can feel like you are the worst person in the world. That How you, could you? Absolutely. That, that, that you are a monster. Um, and, and I just want to say to you anonymous that just to acknowledge the fact that, that you yourself didn't hurt. Katie, right? There are things that are at play here that that caused you to 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 do these things. And I just want to say that in that moment, in that spring semester, you were doing the best that you could with the knowledge with the experience knowledge, experience, and resources that you had available to you. At
0: that moment, you and couldn't that, have done any better, or else you would have.
1: Exactly, because we know just from your letter and how how carefully you're thinking about this and how uh, deeply you feel this that that you would have not hurt Katie intentionally, right? And you just didn't have. What you needed to be there for her in a meaningful way. And so I just want to call that out right now because I think that's important to acknowledge. And I also just want to say that I'm so happy for you that you are on this road to recovery and that you are you are putting in the hard work of addressing mental health issues and and doing what you need to feel better. My concern for you is just that I want you to be focused on yourself as you do this, because mm-hmm. my I want you to be able to walk through the world as a whole and happy person. Mm-hmm. And, and that Wh- takes—
0: Whether or not she forgives you.
1: That's right. And that takes focus on yourself and not this idea that you need to somehow redeem yourself in other mm-hmm. people's eyes. This is about you and about your own personal mental health journey and and going back to spring semester or going back in fall semester which my guess is it's going to probably be pretty triggering for you to go mm, back into that space.
0: That's such a good comment.
1: And being sure that you are you are looking out for yourself and and taking that into consideration.
0: Totally. I think that's such This is why you're my my best friend. I just think that's such a good comment and so true, Anonymous. What I want to pose to you, I want to echo Sam's, like, commendment. I just already adore you so much from your writing, from your internal work, from your relationship, and your love. Like, I see your love. Absolutely. And your humanness, right? I love your humanness, Anonymous. But I want to say, I want to extend something that Sam was saying is I don't want you to think of yourself or your relationship to Katie as a deficit or a debt that you have to pay. It's not, how can I make this up to you? How can I do X, Y, and Z? There's no equation that's going to make this quote right, because it's not wrong. Right. Right? You are doing the best that you can with the knowledge and ability that you have at this moment, and that's going to get better and worse as you go on. Things ebb and flow. So I don't want you to think of it, when you picture your relationship to Katie, romantic or not, I don't want you to imagine it as like a, a well that you're filling or like that you're, you, you know, you're, you're trying to fill up this debt. I want you to picture it like just existing next to each other and not something that you have to fill or make up for. Absolutely. Because you will always feel like it's unbalanced if yep. you feel like you owe her something. Right. That's not you settling yourself. That's not yep. you making yourself better.
1: Yep. That is a, a way to get into unhealthy Codependent relationships is if or you... Or f-
0: power dynamics. That's
1: right. If you feel like you owe a debt and then, you know, Katie does something that might hurt you and you feel like you can't talk about it because, yeah. because, because you're the one that oh, messed up that in, is the, such a good in the first place.
0: Oh, I've done that. When I was the fucker-upper.
1: Yep. And then oh, I've so- done it too. Yeah. <laughs> somebody
0: wronged me. It was like, I didn't have a right That's to right. say you don't have a right to treat me that way. Exactly. That's, I felt like I didn't have that right. Oh,
1: for sure. And from the opposite end too, if, if Katie is the one who feels like you have messed up, you know, that I'm sure that Katie we is a lovely person, at right? The <laughs> exactly. You know? But that might be something that goes unresolved and that resentment might continue to build. And so I just want to make sure that 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 we're we're thinking about that as well because you can't come into this thinking that you have to make it up to her because that's not that's not going to be helpful for your relationship. And frankly it's not going to be helpful for you and too. And I just want to say I don't want to nitpick your letter, but I do want to pull out just one sentence that mm-hmm. I think that sort of s- struck me, which is that you you are no longer going to allow personal issues to af- negatively affect the people that you care about. And I and I that just
0: we underlined that letter when we were reading it because it it stood out to both of us, yeah. it, not in like a red flag way, but like. Anonymous, your personal issues will always affect the people that you love. It's right. just that we develop stronger tools and coping mechanisms right. to not let them affect them negatively.
1: Right. And even, I mean, yes, but even sometimes they do affect right. your partner negatively. Oh, tr-
0: so true. So and true. so
1: it's not, there's, you're never going to reach a point in your life, in your mental health journey, in your growth, where that, where you are going to be able to say it will never affect someone mm. negatively. And if that is the goal that you're working towards, I think it would be helpful to reframe that a bit and to acknowledge the fact that you want to be able to be taken care of when that does happen.
0: Absolutely. And, and that, that you, and deserve, you deserve, deserve that. T- right. Yes. And
1: everyone has those moments where Ugh, I
0: love you so much, Sam. <laughs> you're killing it. <me.
1: laughs> everyone has those moments, right? Where where the mental health issues come up. And I I So I have been on my own mental health journey for what, eight, ten years now? Mm-hmm. Um and I've I've done a lot of work in in working. I've been through a lot of therapy Um, and I have gotten so much better about being able to work through some of those issues. It still comes up with me and my partner. Mm-hmm. I my, I am the most anxious in my life in the morning. the The like liminal space between like sleep and waking up mm. where you're just sort of laying in bed and like falling back and forth into sleep is I don't know what it is about me. It feels like. Maybe that's where, like, my guard goes down the most, but that is when, like, the self-hatred, like, anxious thoughts come up the most for me. But morning is also the time when my partner likes to, like, lay in bed and cuddle, right? (laughs) And so sometimes it's super reassuring, you know, like, that's great to have. And sometimes it feels like not only am I going through this, like, crazy moment where I'm, like, processing all of this stuff in a really negative way, but also, like, there's someone touching me and, like, hold like. And it's, it's just too much.
0: confining you. Mm-hmm. Right? And so,
1: like, it affects him negatively because I'm like, I can't do this. I have to get out of bed. And he's like, well, he feels rejected because right. he wants to cuddle. But the fact that we have built up this relationship enough that we can trust each other to, for him to know that, like, it's not about him. It's about me needing to, like, do what I right. need to do to take care of myself. That So it does negatively affect people, right? Right. But being able to process through that and have those conversations with your partner and, like, know that and they know that that you are working through something is super important. And so I just I just don't want you to think that your mental health journey is about never doing anything wrong ever yeah, again. Yeah, or
0: confining it, making it clean and neat.
1: Exactly, because it's not. We're messy people. We are Always. all working through stuff
0: all the time. <laughs> we so are
1: hardwired ah, for failure. We still are. I know, she's
0: so good. I think that's so accurate and, and you articulated that so well, Sam. Yeah, so before we give you some advice about like, Yes, how to start over because I do think relationships can start over. Before we go into that, Anonymous, we just want you to say to yourself, I give myself permission to be imperfect. Yep. I give myself permission to move on from that time of my life in which I was maybe acting or. In a way that I don't love or treating the people that I love in a way that I don't want to replicate. I forgive myself and I give myself permission to be better or different or just exist. It's not about you're never going to have you can't erase that time of your life, but you don't have to spend your life making up for it either. Today is a new day. And any discomfort that you feel is just your heart telling you that you have an opportunity to do things differently this time.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So you please, Anonymous, give yourself permission to move on from this and not feel like you have a debt to pay to Katie. Katie will forgive you. She probably already has. Yep. And the healthy way to move on is so that you guys don't think about that as a time to... Make up for or make reparations for, but instead a time to learn from and start over from.
1: Absolutely. So, in terms of the actual question that Anonymous asked, (laughs) 34 uh... minutes later.
0: it in terms of maybe taking some of the things we said before and just applying it to one or maybe two conversations with your partner. Obviously, every healthy relationship requires a lot of open communication yep. and transparency, but what I don't want you to bring into this semester anonymous is oh hey I'm better than I was before in every single conversation because that's you staying there. That's you staying stuck to that pain, staying stuck to that time of your life. You're basically like signing a contract with that time of your life to let it rule all of your actions. And instead of letting you actually move on and grow and be better. Right. So maybe just sit her down and say... Be transparent and say, I don't want to talk about this all the time, but I do. it is important to me that you know that I feel like I've changed. Yep. Or that I have changed, not feel like.
1: And it's also, it's probably good to not just jump in immediately to a relationship and say, Mm. we are dating, we are now officially dating. Oh, yes,
0: totally. We could do a whole episode on the difference between dating and being in a relationship.
1: Right. But I think that Katie is also going to need to see some different behavior from you as well. And so, you know, being able to say, I want you to know that I've been working over the summer. I'm going to continue to work on my mental health issues. And I want you to be part of that journey with me so that she can see the ways that you're taking care of yourself, Mm -hmm. I think is great. But again, make sure that you're not doing this to prove to her something.
0: Right. And so we're saying one of the tips is be transparent with her about your journey. But don't necessarily feel like there's a checklist that you have to make up to her. Right. More like, hey, I want you to hold me accountable to this. I want you to know that this is what I'm thinking about. But I'm just going to try to be good to you. I'm just going to try to be good to me. And hopefully my actions prove this to you, Katie. I've thought a lot about you this summer. But I've thought more about myself and who I want to be. That's right. And that's the the freaking truth of it. Like, this is totally unrelated.
1: (laughs) But... (laughs) That's all right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, Tangents are what make podcasts great. Um, (laughs) I just had a revelation about my personal career, which is... I have spent the past decade or so being a performance poet and um, being self-employed and touring, and poetry has been the strongest current in my life. It has decided where I live, who I hang out with, what I do, what I dedicate my energy to. And I just had a revelation after what was a very difficult year um, that I didn't want that to be the decider of my life. I had always associated my career and success with worthiness and so that's why I prioritize my job over my relationships or my mental health or my Mm -hmm. physical health or my or my freaking happiness like I prioritize hustling over being happy because I thought that made me worthy and Mm. I realized that if I prioritize happiness and wellness and my own sense of love and self-love over my career, my ambition doesn't go away. That's right. My work opportunities don't go away. My success doesn't go away. It actually gets stronger. 100%. So wrapping this back to you, Anonymous, <laughs> my darling, if you prioritize your own wellness and your own wholeness and your own happiness, your love for Katie doesn't go away. It just gets healthier.
1: Ah. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nailed it. Thanks. I <laughs> that love That was you. so good. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I
1: was, like, trying to think of, like, how we can wrap it up in, like, a meaningful sentence, and then you just stole it from me. So you're, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: great. I hope everyone can feel the love. <laughs> That Sam and I just love each other. And Anonymous loves Katie. So Anonymous, we want you to know that we love you. We believe in you. We love you and believe in your love for Katie. But more importantly, we want you to feel like an awesome badass. That's
1: right. You are, you are worthy despite the fact that you have done some things that you're not proud of. And you deserve to feel healthy. You deserve to feel happy. With or without Katie. That's right. And we are just here to people in Minnesota sending you all of the best vibes that we can and thinking of you and holding you in our hearts.
0: Technically, the one petty thing that I did for my ex was that I didn't <laughs> I didn't tell my ex that I moved back to Minnesota. Oh, shoot.
1: So <laughs> oh my god, I just told him.
0: <laughs> it's okay, he's not listening.
1: <laughs> okay, well. Sorry I outed you. Um, okay, let's <laughs> Um, anonymous, um, please, we love you. We
0: love you. Please let us know how your semester goes. We're rooting for you, okay? Absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: All right. My God.
0: <laughs> you ready for the next yes. letter?
1: Yes, next question.
0: You, too, can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach.
1: That's right. They have... 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 gold jewelry. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50-80% to less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us.
0: And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabric
1: Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup.
1: All right. Uh, This is from M. They are writing from The Void. And they write, what are your thoughts on age gaps? I used to think that as long as both parties are over 18, anything goes. But I am 19 now and have a crush on someone who is 24. While it's fun to feed that hopeful and giddy spark, I feel that my feelings if my feelings were ever reciprocated, it would be suspicious that someone with five more years of experience would be interested in me." Is it really something that varies from situation to situation, or am I just overthinking things with four question marks?
0: Ooh, I love the four question marks. Yeah,
1: this is clearly something that Em is thinking a lot about.
0: All right, Em, um, I love this question because I feel pretty passionately about it. Although, I, what?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just excited.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I have... <laughs> A multifaceted um, answer, or like feelings about it, but the part of it I do feel pretty strongly about, and that is, age differences always come down to power.
1: Oh my god! Yes, that's what Uh, I was going to talk about too.
0: Yes, so for me, we all have social uh, equity. Is that a fine word to use? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know where
1: you're going with this, but I'm going to say yes.
0: (laughs) So we all have social equity, or power, or 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 value, right? right. Uh Yeah. Um, And I'll use myself as an example. Great. I have, because I'm someone who has a platform and followers on Facebook because of my poetry career, yep. and I'm on stage, and I'm an artist, and I'm putting my stuff out there, I appear cooler to some people. I'm not, though. <laughs> Let me clarify that. I am not cool.
1: You're the coolest person I know.
0: Well— <laughs> um, I, some would say that I have social equity be, or like influence over people, and I could use my quote unquote poetry fame. Trust me, no poet is truly famous except for maybe Rupee. But I could use this social equity to to sway people. Mm. Like you know, I'm 32, and I I think it would be uncouth of me or. I don't know, hyper problematic if I like seduced a 20 year old poetry fan yeah. who was like obsessed with me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to string them around. I'm going to have sex with them. I'm going to use their money or whatever. They might be doing that 100% consensually um, because they love me or adored me or whatever. But but I'm using my social and like leverage sure. to, to, to get them and that. Let me just say, this whole question is nuanced because we do that in social any social relationships. Yep. Like, we leverage our social power and our standing and our coolness and yep. our jokes. And, like, people woo other people using a lot of different tools. Exactly. But my only thought with age difference, like, what, what comes up for me is the idea that I have power that that 20-year-old doesn't. Right. And I might be wielding it to hurt someone. Right. I'm not— n- and I wouldn't, yep. and I'm not saying this 24 year old would, M. But you ask, you're not necessarily asking just about this person. You're asking in general, and that's the first thing I think of is is yep. power dynamics. People have power that they wield to right. make other people do things for them, like make out. Yep. And I think did I explain that okay? Yeah. Did for I sure. sound like a douchebag?
1: I mean, a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. You sounded fine. <laughs> but what? i Yes. So there are. There are power differentials in every relationship. Mm-hmm. You know that is something. There's no way that two people can come into a relationship as exact equals.
0: Yeah, the that issue, takes a lot of communication.
1: Right, and the issue is is when someone uses that power differenti- differential as a way to gain control or status in the relationship, mm-hmm. as a way to prove that they are better, or right. as a way to to sort of bring the other person down. Right, and so there, I think there are plenty of examples of of age gaps that work really well my friends her parents are seven years apart they've been together for what like 30 years and it works because because they treat each other as equals and they they live in that space together I also him who was literally two years older than me always used to talk about how we were from like different generations and like how (laughs) I wouldn't get it
0: I fucking hate that guy (laughs) He's D-bag. a little, little
1: worse, right? And so the example there is that he was using that age difference as a way to to tell me that I wasn't worthy, or that he he was better than me, or more experienced, or smarter, as a way to keep me in my place, so mm-hmm. that he had all of the power in the relationship. And so age difference, I think, in itself is fine. Mm-hmm. It's just how the the person who has the the greater age uses that distinction to make it makes the power differential that much bigger.
0: Mm-hmm. And then also to speak from like, to speak from the idea of someone who is in a healthy age difference thing, something that is difficult about it is not what he said, <laughs> you, you know, him. him. Um, yep. But like when there is an age difference and you're at different times in your life, that can also, it just yeah. it amplifies the unhealthy power dynamics of like one person being younger and maybe not having their life together in the same sure. way. And, The older people, the older person having to be like the parent in the relationship, that changes
1: the power dynamic as well. Definitely. Yeah, it might not be intentional in the way that that he did it, but it is it can still play out in different ways. I
0: I have been um, guilty of that totally where I dated a younger person and I felt like they didn't have uh, the stability, the financial stability that you know that they deserved because right. we all know being broke is stressful so then i became like this parent i became a sugar mama essentially <laughs> um which became unhealthy because then i'm like well why are you getting a beer right now like you should be saving money you owe me he still Ooh. owes me money let's talk about that
1: let's not talk about that no right i don't now. want to
0: <laughs> Um, it's okay. I just, another petty thing is I anonymously, not anonymously, but I just out of the blue sent him a cash app request (laughs) for the whole amount that he owes me.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you pretend that you're not petty, but clearly.
0: No, I'm not petty. (laughs) Who me?
1: Um,
0: anyway, so, uh, yeah, I, I I agree with Sam. I I think they totally can work. I just think it's about power. Any relationship is about power. Really? Like think about. We were just talking to Anonymous and his relationship with Katie. Katie might have a sense of power over Anonymous because she feels like she can carry, you know, hold this over their head. Right. Um, and that this person has to make it up to her. Right. So power is everywhere and it just comes out in age and age experience and, you know, money, unfortunately, because we live in a capitalism, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Um, so, M, how do we feel about age differences? As long as you feel like you are being— taken care of
1: mm-hmm.
0: respected yep that there are boundaries and that they value you as who you are and not as a lesser than yes and that you're able to have healthy communication about when that power dynamic gets a little off because they yep. do it happens in all relationships power dynamics get off in all relationships yep but age is just one of those things in which it's it, it can it, it, it starts out that the slate that way.
1: Right, exactly. So you have to work actively against it.
0: Yeah, or maybe not. Because, you know, the one thing I'll add before we close out is yeah. like, I think about, my sister has talked about this a lot because she's struggled with an eating disorder for the majority of her life. Sure. And in the same way that addicts tend to be, their emotional maturity can sometimes be stunted to yep. the age that they started using. Yep. Um, my sister has spoken similarly about her ability to be, emotionally open or emotionally intimate yeah her emotional intelligence was sort of stunted and and uh, paused during the time of her eating disorder yep. um and it limited her personal m- maturation which yep. is a terrible word by the way anyway <laughs> so she talks now about how she's kind of dating she's experiencing the dating she's in her 30s like we are and she's experiencing the dating life that she wanted when she was In her 20s now. So she has found herself drawn to younger people because that's where she's at emotionally. So this is all to say, to echo what we've been saying, is that it it can be okay. Um, It just depends on how that person is acting, how they're carrying themselves, how they're treating you, um, and making sure to advocate for
1: yourself. Right. Well, and also we see the same thing in the gay community too about like oh, yeah. people who come out later in life mm-hmm. and just the like the amount of maturity that they have in their relationships with same-sex partners, for example. Mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot of things at play in here, but what we're trying to get at is just sort of that this is that we're more concerned about the power differential than we are about the the age difference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I just want to say don't overthink your crushes just like crush on who you want to crush on.
0: Oh, smart. yeah. <laughs> Because this is just a crush, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, hey.
1: (laughs) Sierra's really good at flirting, as you can tell. You
0: You can't see, but I'm winking with (laughs) both eyes at the same time. Yeah, that's right. She just licked her lips at me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This is why I'm alone.
1: Um, Uh, Well, M... Thank you so much for the question and for giving us the platform through which to just express our opinions about things. It's yeah, just totally. fantastic.
0: Um, we love you. Crush on.
1: Crush girlfriend. on.
0: And um,
1: like who you want to like.
0: Yeah. Just don't let them take advantage of you. Absolutely. Or I'll slap them across the face. Okay, wow. Violent <laughs> mood today. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, last letter. I love this one. This is from Nicole, who's writing to us from the void. Nicole writes, What to do when they break your heart because they fell out of love with you, but he didn't even know 80% of the things about me, nor did he care to ask. What the fuck? He once said he loved me and saw a future with me, and suddenly I'm not enough? I'm boring? He said he likes other people more than me. He likes me. That can't be love, right? Ooh, I love that letter, and I love how sassy it is. Seriously. And you know what, Nicole? That's not love. (laughs) Nope. Well, actually, that's not that's the antithesis of the answer I'm going to give you. But right now, I just want to roll with this angry vibe you've got going with me. That's right. Um, no, that's not love. He's it's not healthy love. It, he's not treating you well, so he can go fuck himself. Agreed. Okay. But,
1: this is a perfect block, 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 block.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You don't need him in your. He is negative energy. Mm-hmm. He is a black he's hole. Making, he's
0: making you question your worth and your value, and like he's he's literally making you question what is love. Right? And like my best friend, Sam Blackwell, once told me, There is love out there for you that doesn't make you work so hard. That's right. And right now you're doing emotional labor to be like, what is this? Why are you making me feel this way?
1: So block him.
0: Block, 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 block. Block him
1: on Instagram. Block him on Facebook. Five blocks. Hashtag
0: block, 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 (laughs) block.
1: All of it. Just block him. You don't need him. You don't need him in your life. And
0: guess what? You're going to feel free as a fucking naked bird after you do this. (laughs) (laughs) Just flying around with no no bird pants on. (laughs) And it's just going to let you, you're going to wake up and think, oh my God. This person no longer takes up space in my life because I have given him no space to do so. Ugh. And you, you've stopped yourself from doing this, the creeping thing, you know, which we do just oh my to God. torture ourselves. That's right.
1: And here's the thing. Is that like. Block, like, block, block,
0: block, block is for you, not just for, right? to make like, him.
1: Ten years ago, we didn't have all of these things with which the people who are awful to us get to, like, be in our lives. <laughs> I know. Right? Like,
0: I know. Like, don't you love when people hurt you? Just watch your Instagram story. Oh, my God. And you're God. like, God damn, you can look at my story, but you can't respect me as a
1: human being. Seriously. Right? So just, like. Or pay me back. Just take that. Toxic- <laughs> okay. Wow. Triggered. Uh, take that. Just take that toxicity and just, like, move it out of your life. Yeah. And, Okay. So.
0: Okay, buddy. Okay, let's get to our real <laughs> advice. That's us like saying yes, like like write this angry letter, feel angry. That's right. Don't let him make you question what love is because you know what love is, Nicole. That's right. And it's not this.
1: I mean, okay.
0: But I will say this.
1: This is also hard. This, this is
0: very this. difficult. <laughs> and I will speak from very personal dramatic experience that I have spent nights replaying conversations that I've had with a lover and thinking, they once said this to me. Mm-hmm. They once told me this. Yep. They said they would love me forever. They said that they were my person yep. and that they would never leave me and that we were meant to be together. And then they left me. Right. And that kind of dissonance to carry that kind of contrasting realities in your head yep. is incredibly painful and will make someone drink gin at nine in the morning, right? right? Um that kind that kind of dissonance is what makes heartbreak so hard yep. because you are just mashing two opposing realities against each other, grinding them together and trying to make sense of it. That's and right. they won't make sense. Ever.
1: And you and you spend so much of your mental capacity, so much of your heart's capacity trying to figure out a way in which they fit together. It's either Oh, he was lying when that happened, or he meant it, but now he doesn't. Right, exactly, and it's just like the gym.
0: I call it mental gymnastics. Right, you will do mental gymnastics to try to make sense of it, and you will exhaust yourself like a toddler on sugar.
1: And for what? For nothing. Nothing. For nothing. (laughs) Right, and that's a really I think that's a really hard thing to think about, and I think that like you and I like continue to struggle with that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, this mental gymnastics is for no one. Like, it's not going to bring him back. It's not going to make you feel better. The mm-hmm. only thing that's going to make you feel better is to just let that go. Understand that two things can be true at the same time mm-hmm. and that there is going to be no point at which those two things come together and make any sense.
0: Right. And I think the most mature yet difficult thing about heartbreak is is saying to myself, this person genuinely loved me once. Yep. They do not anymore. And that is okay.
1: Oof. That, oh, man. I know. Just want to like write that down and like stick it in my pocket.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's just hard to accept that, right? Like it's hard to. Yep. Our hearts just don't want to let go. We're like a Celine Dion song forever. For
1: sure. Well, and it just feels like it under. it. I, it's clear to it me. Yeah. Right, Nicole, that you felt love for this person and the fact that that they that he has sort of undermined that makes it feel like that love is doesn't have value
0: wasted right but it
1: does it still has value right you felt it you are feeling it now it doesn't it's real and it's true and it is it is something that is inside your heart and that is okay right and it just because he doesn't return it doesn't mean that it has less value and
0: there is a day it might not be to, today and it may not be tomorrow but there is a day that you will wake up and think I loved him and that is okay. Yep. And I can move on right now. Yep. And we hear, hear your pain and we hear your anger in your letter. And we just want to vocalize how hard it is to compare realities like past to present. Yep. You know, we just smash our brains against them forever. Yep. And that's Okay. You said, am I not enough? Am I boring? Oof. And so we want to say to you, Nicole, you are absolutely 100% enough right now, as is, whether he thinks so or not. Absolutely. Whether he said so at one time or not. Just because he says, I love you yesterday and I don't love you today, doesn't mean you're not lovable. It has n- it has literally nothing to do with other people. Absolutely. Your worthiness and your wholeness right now have nothing to do with this piece of garbage that you should block, 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 block. Absolutely. Um, and... So you've been questioning love, you've been questioning your worthiness, um, and so we want to echo how hard it is to compare these contrasting realities. We want to tell you to block this son of a bitch who doesn't deserve your attention or your emotional labor. But most importantly, Nicole, I want you to know that you should give yourself permission to move on. You should give it, you say, I acknowledge this, this happened. They made me feel this way. And I'm, and I'm not going to let it take up an unnecessary amount of space in my life anymore because you can give it space. You can, but at one point or another, you have to downsize that space Mm -hmm. and you have to downsize it one more time. And eventually you have to fold it up Put it in your pocket or burn it. <laughs> like, I, that's what I think about grief and, and breakups. Yeah. Like, we we need to give ourselves space. But at one point, we have to tell ourselves, like, enough is enough. I need to move on. I need to stop giving you my energy. That's right. Um, because you, you said this to me once in a relationship, or in a breakup, you said, he has chosen this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How did you phrase it? I was like, oh, I'm sad, I'm sad. And you're like, he has chosen to be not a part of your life anymore. Right. You need to...
1: Right. He's made that choice and there's nothing that you can do to make that choice. Right. And or to change that choice. Right. And and so what you can the only thing that you can do right now is to figure out what that means that he has made that choice.
0: Right. And it might not make sense, though. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Black, 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 (laughs) black.
1: People are are
0: confusing, confusing
1: people. Um, Oh,
0: oh, oh, people. Sorry.
1: (laughs) And it just. And we can't we can't define ourselves and our our worth through other people, right? And that and and we all have worth and we are all enough and we are all imperfect and boring maybe mm-hmm. and less exciting than like other people. But, but I
0: know I hate that. Let's go back to being angry so we can close it out <laughs> on like an angry empowered note. Whoever calls you boring or like tells you that they like other people more than you, they're just going after the shinier, sparkler, spark, sparklier. <laughs>
1: Well, it's clear that they don't actually want, like, a like a connection with a person. Right. Like, if they're more interested in someone who's, quote-unquote, exciting or, like, other people that might be out then there— Then they're going
0: to live a very long,
1: lonely life. That's right. And they will never have—okay, this is, like, <laughs> this is too much. Uh, they might not ever have, like, an authentic human connection, an authentic, meaningful relationship because they're always more concerned about what else is out there right. than on— being themselves with another person or persons. And developing true intimacy. Exactly. And true
0: intimacy is slow earned, hard earned, and very rewarding. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Nicole, we love you. We think that you're awesome and that this person is obviously putting you through some emotional Olympic Welcome. event. Fuck them, and we want to tell you to block, 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 block.
1: Yes, and like come over and be boring with us because we're not super exciting either.
0: Totally, totally. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched (laughs) Buffy the Vampire Slayer this morning. Ah, yeah. On a Friday, Friday morning, I spent it on the couch with Sam's partner watching Buffy while he was at work while Sam was at work
1: well actually what might have been happening was that I'm dog sitting for my parents dog and yeah. she is very anxious and so she doesn't like to eat so this morning I literally sat on the ground and fed her out of the palm of my
0: hand oh my god you! <laughs> because
1: it was the only way she would eat and she like hasn't eaten you're in like, like three a days. Disney
0: character <laughs> were you singing at the same time
1: <laughs> uh no I was grumbling because I was so crabby that I had to feed this dog out of the palm of my hands and I was late for work but
0: so you're like, but a you crazy can imagine it, Cinderella. however.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, imagine me singing if you really want to.
0: Yeah. All right, Nicole, we love you. We love um, you. Black, 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 black. Be well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is, wraps up our third episode. Woo-woo. Yeah. As always, we have the blind date segment of our show, which is where we want to set you up with someone or something that we think is awesome.
1: So we want to set you up this week with the Ask Polly advice column on The Cut. Uh, It's written by Heather Haverleski. I read it every single week. I actually sign up so that it comes to my inbox. Um, And it is just the most affirming real talk that you will ever read. Um, She is so appreciative of everyone that writes into her. And she tells them the truth that they need to hear and also is just affirming of everything about them, Mm. their imperfections, the, the same stuff that we try and talk about here she does it and she does it with way more uh, with may- way more. Conciseness, and grace like, and... she's just like she's got it down to an art uh, that we are currently working on perfecting. But um, I would encourage you to to read it when you can, and just go through the backlogs and see if there's something that might speak to you. Awesome. I will say that like some of her stuff, I actually have like written down on pieces of paper and like put in my wallet as like affirmations, I love so that, that. when what I'm like you? feeling down, I take them out, and it's just like, oh yes.
0: Have you ever tried to pay with it <laughs> to be like, listen, I don't have five dollars <laughs> right. for this latte, but I do have this life <laughs> or, like I take, out, quote.
1: <laughs> I take out my credit card that's and it like falls down and they're like, what is this? That's essentially
0: like, what I do as a poet. I'm just like, <laughs> here's life affirmations. Please try to give me money.
1: <laughs> that's correct. Anyway, great. Well, we just want to say thank you so much for listening to episode 3. Um, we just want you to know that you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram or at or at Just Frick Up Pod or you can like us on Facebook. It's <laughs> yeah. really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even look at you. <laughs>
0: We, you can slide into our DMs. You can um, subscribe to our love letter, which is our newsletter on our website. You can send us relationship memes. But most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at com.
1: Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review.
0: That reminds me. I need to shout out a couple of people who oh, gave us great. a review. Um, if you give us a f- uh, five-star rating and a review on iTunes, we're going to give you a little hello. I want to say hello and thank you to All the Owls, which is a great screen name. Love it. I would have rocked that in, like, 1999 with iTunes. Oh, for AM. sure. All um, the Owls
1: at Hotmail.com.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I, it would have been, like, you know, 86 afterwards. Oh, yeah, or sure. something. Actually, what was your screen name?
1: My screen name was... Bug 6 two. <laughs> I'm not going to continue that because it's my birthday. Uh, <laughs> because I was really into Volkswagen Beetles at oh the my time. God. Yeah, so I'm
0: laughing at you, but mine was also <laughs> atrocious. Mine was just the word fairy three fourteen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you spell it F A I R Y or F? a e r I No, I found
0: it the more mainstream way. Oh, the first God. Way. <laughs> Sierra, you
1: really missed an opportunity.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, so if you uh, please do subscribe. Wait, you only said the one. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. And I want to shout out and say thank you to Sarah Kissfist, which is either a dope screen name or the dopest last name I've ever experienced in my entire life. And I want to say a hi. Thank you. I love you to my little sister, Blythe Bayard. If you don't know her, check out her work. She's a fantastic poet. Great. But if you give us—if um, you subscribe, give us a five-star review and a rating and a review, we'll give you a shout out on the next Excellent. couple shows.
1: And we do this because it's super helpful for us to help keep the lights on as as well as as for us to reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers telling them what to do.
0: Original music, recording, editing, and producing by my friend Big Cats. Make sure to check out his podcast, The What If Podcast, and remember, right now, in this moment... You are whole. You are worthy. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter who you were. I want you to give yourself the gift of a clean tomorrow. I want you to give yourself the gift of forgiveness. And remember that literally every day is a brand new start, both romantically, personally, you know, in, at the gym, on your diet but fuck diet culture you know tomorrow is a clean start and if you're feeling any discomfort in your relationship if you're feeling discomfort in your life that discomfort is just telling you that you have an opportunity to do things differently and so today tomorrow when you wake up give yourself the gift the affirmation of doing things the way exactly you want to do which is to say black, 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 or <laughs> if all else fails
1: just break up